Hey, what's up everybody? This is Austin Haynes with the Waking Justice Project, and this is your daily wake-up call. Here's what the corporatocracy is up to today, October 21st, 2019. This is our Monday Roundup edition in case you missed any news last week. You can visit our website at wakingjustice.org for more details. Here are the headlines. Last Monday was Columbus Day. So last Tuesday, we explored the hagiography, or the sanitized history, of Christopher Columbus. We compared what we all learned about Christopher Columbus in grade school to actual eyewitness accounts recorded in the diaries of those who were there when Columbus first landed in the Americas in 1492. Here's what we learned. Columbus was indeed welcomed by the indigenous people, but he soon made slaves of them all including sex slaves of young girls, nine to 10 years old. He effectively founded the transatlantic slave trade. The accounts of mass violence are breathtaking. Under Columbus, slaves had hands chopped off when they didn't meet their quotas of gold, and young boys were beheaded for sport. How was all this ignored? We learned that the Pope of the Catholic Church back then gave Columbus, quote, the divine right to colonization and exploitation of non-Christian nations, to quote, capture, vanquish, and subdue the heathens and other enemies of Christ, to quote, put them into perpetual slavery and to take all their possessions and property, unquote. About 400 years later, in the 1920s, a Catholic men's group lobbied for a national holiday they wanted to honor a famous Catholic in U.S. history, and that's how we got Columbus Day. Over the past century, Native Americans have rightly lobbied to abolish Columbus Day, and now over 60 cities and states have replaced Columbus Day with Native Americans Day or Indigenous Peoples Day. But truly, why did we not learn about Columbus's brutality and genocide in school growing up? As the famous quote by George Orwell goes, he who controls the present controls the past. And as Julian Assange has added, today, he who controls the internet servers controls the intellectual record of mankind. We spotlighted Julian Assange in our whistleblower series last Wednesday. Assange is the creator of the WikiLeaks website, whose stated mission is quote, to publish original source material alongside our news stories so leaders and historians alike can see evidence of the truth. Assange and WikiLeaks have published some of the most damning evidence ever of the vast corruption of the U.S. corporatocracy. In 2010, WikiLeaks published the famous collateral murder video showing how the U.S. military killed Iraqi citizens, including two journalists, and then lied to try to cover it up. And in 2016, WikiLeaks published confidential emails that proved how Hillary Clinton, the Democratic Party, and corporate media outlets, CNN and MSNBC, colluded to steal the primary election from Bernie Sanders. Assange is now detained in the UK, awaiting extradition to the US for charges of espionage against the US corporatocracy. You can check out our October 16th podcast and write-up to learn more about the work of Julian Assange and WikiLeaks.
and we'll provide further updates on Assange as his fight for freedom continues. Last Thursday, we reported on President Trump's decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria. We explained why the U.S. corporatocracy has attempted for decades to overthrow the Syrian government and establish its own puppet regime. It's because Syria has massive oil and gas reserves and refuses to sell their oil in U.S. dollars. That pisses off the big banks because the global sell of oil in U.S. dollars props up the value of the U.S. dollar. Plus, Syria has its own state-owned national banking system, and big banks want to control all the banks in major oil countries so they can own the debt of those countries. Back in 2011, the CIA funded a bunch of terrorists to overthrow a major city in Syria to try and destabilize the Syrian government. Ever since, the country has developed into chaos. Hundreds of thousands of civilians have been killed and millions have become refugees. Amidst all the chaos, a group of Syrian Kurds took over a region in northeast Syria called Raheva. It's turned into a radical experiment in democracy. The Kurds are indigenous to the region, and their project in Roheva seems to establish a communal democracy based on gender equality and principles of deep ecology. The U.S. corporatocracy wants a weak, partitioned Syria, so U.S. troops have protected the Roheva project over the past few years, even as the CIA funded terrorists to invade other areas of the country. So when Trump pulled out the troops last week, Folks on the left saw it as a betrayal to the Kurds in Roheva, while the U.S. maintains its support for the terrorists in the rest of Syria. This divide-and-rule approach to foreign policy by the U.S. corporatocracy is what Caitlin Johnstone refers to as a psychopathy of power. Caitlin is the accomplished and fearless independent journalist who we featured last Friday on our first episode of Freak Out Friday. It's a funny title, but a serious subject where each Friday we'll spotlight an independent journo who doesn't just repeat the usual indie scoop that the corporate media's fake news and corporations have stolen our democracy. That's all true, of course, but the folks who will spotlight go even further. They get that we're in a societal, democratic, and ecological emergency. And they also understand that we're out of time they get that we must take our awakened activism to the next level. So we'll spotlight whatever these indie journos think that the next level is. That's what we highlighted about Caitlin's amazing body of work last week. You can check it out in last Friday's October 18th podcast and companion article. Let us know what you think. Thanks for listening in today. If you want to learn more about how all of us in the work of global justice can join together Enforce this corporatocracy to the people's bargaining table to end all this oppression, corruption, and destruction, and to save our planet. Please go to our website at wakingjustice.org. Check out our About page, listen to our first podcast, and consider getting more involved. You can fill out the Join Us form at the top right of the webpage, or you can email us at info at wakingjustice.org. We'd love to hear from you. We're running out of time. Join us. Peace. You must be involved in the struggle for freedom and justice.
Justice is rising and it ain't just us, it's all of us. If it's my love. 